Well, let's get it going. No regrets, man. We ain't going back on this. I don't care what happens. This is the Brews and Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. I'm Brandon. And we're here to deliver some more sweet music to your ear holes. I mean, it's not music. It's a podcast, but, you know, same diff. It's vocal. It's vibrations. Good vibrations, bad vibrations, any kind of vibration. You I was know? gonna say it could be any kind of vibration you want it to be. <clears throat> it's sonically here for you. Uh, whether you like my voice, my lisp, or Brandon's voice, it don't matter. You know why? Because we ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> and with I that, <clears throat> at least I don't think I'm going nowhere. I hope I don't, I don't know. go. Yeah. You know, get recruited by NASA, go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be something? You get an email and you're just like, nah, whatever. You ignore it for a couple of days. Next thing you know, you get a on your door. Uh, are, are are you Mr. So-and-so? Yeah, what about it? And they're just like, oh, we're from NASA. We sent you an email a couple of days. Are you ready? Ready for what? You're going to the moon, bitch. Why? You it doesn't matter. And they just like knock your ass out. They hit you with that. You signed the terms and conditions. You're like, I didn't read those. Well, you should have put a bag over your head. And they just suffocate you, just drag you out. They don't tell you, but it's called the Challenger 3.0. And you're like, oh, no. I've heard stories about this Challenger business. Uh huh. The last Challenger that NASA had. Uh, had an unfortunate smelting accident. Depending who you ask. Uh, evidently, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a group of uh, flat earthers. Oh, and, the flat uh, earthers who... They, they, they think that that was fake and staged and that every astronaut is... Uh, is alive. Well, is fake and they don't actually oh. exist. Because they were like, Neil Armstrong, Neil A., that backwards is alien. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you have way too much free time. And even if it was fake and staged... It has no bearing on my life. <laughs> I don't care. It it, I don't. I don't. I don't mind. I think space is cool. They say the government's lying. I. I don't care. Like if they're lying, guess what? That's. That's fine. I'm. I'm watching Netflix. They're gonna put you in a FEMA camp. Okay, if that happens, I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know about put being put in a FEMA <coughs> camp. The last time the government fucked with FEMA, it didn't go very well. Nothing. Kanye West said George Bush hate black people. <laughs> And Mike Myers had to stand there, and he was like, please get me out of here right now. He's like, I do not want to deal with this. Oh, 2004 was a good time. It was a, it was, early 2000s were wild, man. They had that show Wife Swap. I don't understand what, like, I couldn't understand, like, the concept of that show, and then, like, you being like, yeah, that seems like a pretty good idea. So grab two random families from, mm-hmm. you know, different walks of life from the country. Let's swap their wives. But then you have to think about it, and it's like, okay, most guys in this world probably get fairly jealous. Uh-huh. So not only are you having to screen all of these families, but then you're having to find the guys who are probably cucks, and they're like, yeah, send my wife somewhere else. I want to know if that guy fucks her, and his like hand is in his pants, and I'm like, sir, what are you doing? Stop. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great. That's and you're, what we need. Oh, my. Gosh. And then, you know, next thing that guy knows is his wife is flying to Louisiana, and she's eating gator tots. Gator tots. That was an episode, I swear to God. The mom went down to Louisiana, the kid had a mullet. No, I think the only episode that I remember, and it's just because it's all over the, the internet, is the one where the kid doesn't want to oh, play the... by the rules. So he packs his little suitcase Gets his little toy and says, you'll never see this face again as he's walking. But out. I love chicken nuggets. 
<laughs> the camera crew's just filming him walk off. You know what would be super fucked up is if that kid actually did run away and, like, that, like, scene of him walking down the street was the last seen footage of that kid. Like an intervention <laughs> that just goes black. So they're still looking for that kid to this day. <laughs> He's on the <laughs> milk carton. <laughs> That'd be so fucked up. That family's like, yo, this this television show ruined our life. Our kid is gone, and it's your fault. It's your fault. You watched him go away, and you filmed it, you fucking creature. Can you imagine being that cameraman? You just like yeah. the guilt that he probably fucking hung himself. You got to be on camera for another interview, and your face is all blurred out. Like, y'all let that kid walk away. <laughs> he pulls out a Glock, and he's like, "This is my problem solver right here." But that wasn't really a problem. I was just filming. I didn't know where he was going. I, I was told by the director. <laughs> they said they don't touch no body. And I said, "Hey." Exactly. He said, "All right, dude. I'm not trying to touch no fucking hillbilly kid." <clears throat> I said, "Just take it and go on." But, um, but uh, with all that, how have you been, B? <laughs> oh, you know, not too bad. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with my life still. Um, it's an ongoing process that I do not care about anymore. Have you ever tried just freeloading? Yeah, all the time. I, like, wish I could freeload <laughs> off of anybody that I've ever met. Like, partially. Like, there are some people who I would feel really, like, guilty for freeloading off of. Uh-huh. Um, probably after a couple of hours, right. I'd be like, yeah, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, this sounded like a good idea in practice, but, like, now it's just kind of like, I shouldn't have done that. Fuck. But then there are other people where it's like, dude. I'll freeload off of you for the rest of my life, and I'll send you fucking feet pictures. I don't care. <laughs> if they can make money off it for you, like, all right, man, you better make with the feet pics. Like the what's that movie? The is that Silence of the Lambs? It's like, man, you better put the lotion on your oh, skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the lotion on his skin, or he gets the hose again. And then <laughs> they, they, they did that in Joe Dirt. Yeah. He's like, where's my auto trader? <laughs> He was like, this is, that's a 79 Trans Am. Put the lotion on your skin. He's like, damn, I've already put enough on. Calm down. Oh, man. Joe Dirt, honestly, I think it's one of those movies. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Where it's, it's like, not necessarily an unknown movie. Most people obviously know about Joe Dirt and mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. And it's one of those things where it's like, I think those are two movies where it's like, I've either watched them one time and uh-huh. I hated it both times. Or I've seen that movie sixth thousand times mm-hmm. in the last week and it will never not be funny to me that's yeah i, I understand because that's that. how i feel about napoleon dynamite yep. i love <clears throat> napoleon dynamite i could watch that movie every day for the rest of my life and i'd probably never get bored with it and it's probably one of the most easily quotable movies too. by just, far it, it's just so simple so basic and you can tell it was made with the intention of yeah this is just how we grew up just a couple guys that are like this is the stupid stuff that happened in the little middle of nowhere town I grew up in. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, people are weird all over, but like, that movie really proves that there's some guy out there who, Thinks you know. he can throw a football over the mountains. Yeah. Could have taken steak. Could have And then he just rockets that steak at Napoleon. Every time I watch it, I'm like, dude. And then I, okay, what's really funny about that is he throws that stake at Napoleon, and then has the audacity to be like, "Yeah, we can't go out. We we can't do this anymore. We're running out of we're running out of stake." It's like, well, maybe you wouldn't have run out of stake had you not fucking rocketed Kips at fucking and Napoleon. Napoleon. Hey, Kip, check this out. Jeez, and if you guys haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. I don't just go watch it. It's probably really cheap to find now. Yeah, I was gonna say personally, I recommend the movie by far. It's you know, like I said, it's hands down one of my favorite movies. It, it's it's definitely not for everybody because it is that dry humor. 
And it's just like those little things that you're like, oh my gosh. It, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's almost like cringy <clears throat> at, at, at times. Like if you're not paying attention to it and you're like... <clears throat> it's that's that film that's made by a group of friends that they all thought something was funny and so they put it into a movie. It was it was almost like something that probably would have been like a really like a like a like a really great high school like film project. But then they were like thinking about it and they were like, "You know what? No. More people need to hear this story." And what's funny about it is so it was pretty much a college film project essentially that went to Sundance from my understanding and they didn't have too much money for it, so if you watch the movie, because the guy who had that played Napoleon, John Heater, I think is how it's pronounced, they had to like use a perm for his hair, but they could only do it once. So he, they were told not to wash his hair during all of filming. So as it goes on, if you watch the movie, you can see webs in his hair and like flies around his head because huh. his hair stinks. And they could only afford one block of government cheese. And rather than just waste it, there's a scene where he's talking to Napoleon on the phone about chapstick. And if you watch the background, the nachos he's making, every time the camera goes back on him, the plate gets more and more <laughs> cheese because they just used the whole block in between because they were like, what are we going to do with this government cheese? Oh, I know. We'll just put it in a cheap gag. And if someone notices it, guess yeah. what? Yeah, for sure. I think one of my other favorite movies by those same guys mm-hmm. is Nacho Libre. Yes. So I think one of the first times I had ever seen Nacho Libre, I was kind of like, mm, this movie's kind of like, man. Just, just like the point on my first it, time. Like, it first was time like... it was kind of weird, and I was like, all right, whatever. But then, mm-hmm. like, years went by, and one of my buddies was like, bro, you ever seen that movie Nacho Libre? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, yeah, not, a, not in a long time. And he starts talking about it, and oh my god, I couldn't stop laughing. I just thought it was the fight. So I was like, dude, I gotta find this movie, and I gotta watch it again. And I ended up watching it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. It's one of those movies, it's man. Just, it's just so stupid, and I think like with, I think it's one of those movies, that, especially with like with Jack Black specifically, uh-huh. it's just, I think had that movie had anybody else except Jack Black in it, it probably wouldn't have been he as funny. He would have been, because he has that, that he, personality. He just he had, can pull it yeah, off. Yeah, he's just like that weird guy who you don't really like know what the hell is he, like you don't know what he's going to do, mm-hmm. and... I don't know. I, I'm not saying that Jack Black is, you know, an A-list actor, and mm-hmm. that guy is, you know, the greatest thing in sliced bread. I mean, like, look at the character he played in Tropic Thunder, for instance. Right. His character in Tropic Thunder, I think, was is again, it's one of those characters that only could have been played by Jack Black. Because he does it, man. He's just, that's his personality, and it's funny. Like, like that's how I feel about that movie, uh, Clerks, uh, by Kevin Smith, because... If you've ever worked a job in how to deal with people, like that's a movie you should watch just because it's like, yeah, people are just that stupid and work sucks that much. Your boss can be a turd. Yeah, well, that that's just what happens. And so, you know, Clerks is a great movie. And speaking of great movies. Great movies. I don't know if you've heard about this. I do not know if you've heard about this yet or if you've spent a lot of time on the internet. But do you know who Will Smith is? I may have heard of this man. Is that the one that they refer to as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yeah, the guy was like super, super popular back in the '90s. Has a couple of rap albums. Made a couple movies here and there. Couple kind movies. of a big deal. What? Uh, West kid, Philadelphia, born and raised. His on kids the playground. are his kids are fucking weird. Yeah, he got I, the. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. He's he himself is is a you know he a pretty wholesome character, but I, his kids, man, I. I can't stand them. I think Jaden Smith is one tweet away from being locked up in Area 51 for the rest you, of his life. You mean the, the icon? 
Jaden Smith? Yeah, I, that's... The Karate the, Kid? That's exactly what I mean. Poor the Jackie... Karate Kid. Poor Jackie Chan, man. <coughs> that was... I they were know. like, hey... That's they're like, key. hey, Mr. Chan, we're gonna remake The Karate Kid, and we'd like you to star in this movie. And he's like, all right, sure. So, it's one of my favorite pastimes. And then they're like, oh yeah, by the way... We're going to hire Will Smith's son. Hope that's okay. I can imagine Will Smith, Jane Smith, showing up set onto the set day number one. And everybody's getting introduced. And, and Jackie Chan walks up to Jaden. He's like, hello, Jaden. You know, I'm Jackie Chan. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Jaden just goes something like this. He's like, did you know if you didn't have eyebrows, you wouldn't be here right now? <laughs> and Jackie Chan is like, what? No, and so... When I think about that movie, all I can think of is the uh, old boy from Linkin Park doing that song. It's 10% skilled, 20% Oh, Mike mark. Shinoda? Yeah. That Fort guy? Minor, Fort whatever. Minor? Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, concentrated power. Oil. I'm like, ah. Little kid me was like, ah, I am the karate kid. But I'm Ralph Macchio, actually. I'm not Jaden I'm Ralph Macchio, and I get my ass whooped by, by, 17, Kai. by 17 white kids. So there was the original hate crime movie. I was gonna say Karate Kid, more like hate crime with Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, because didn't on? they? Because didn't they write a bunch of racist shit all over Mr. Miyagi's garage? Like that's how the movie starts. <clears throat> yeah, I believe so. And if it's not, it's definitely one of those movies because that was something that was very, you know, back in the day. Yeah, I mean, even still, day. racism still exists, but like. Back then they were like, hey, back man. Then, back then they were very open about who was we need racist. To let the, we need to let you know that these white people are racist. How? We're going to vandalize the, the Asian guy's store. <laughs> Everything. And we're going to be like, yeah, that way you know white people are racist. And so feel bad for Mr. Miyagi because he's going to train some, like, I don't know, Ralph Macchio is what, like, I don't know what his destiny is. I, I th- He's not white. I mean, he could be Hispanic. I'm not 100% sure, but we're getting off topic here because I'm telling you, dude, this we, new movie that's coming out, I don't know if you've heard about it. All right, a uh-huh. little bit of pretense. You know who Disney is, right? Uh, the guy. Uh, they have his head, and he's in a castle yeah, somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, Frozen, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So think about the powerhouse that is Disney and the powerhouse that is Will Smith. Combine them, and what do you think you'd get? Probably a blockbuster hit for the next ten years, or an ABC sitcom at least, a family sitcom like like, I would like say, Fresh Prince. You know, some surprise. Say, I would say, I would say that if Disney ends. Will Smith were to create a sitcom. That's what Blackish is. <clears throat> gotcha. Uh-huh. I think that's what like the modern day quote unquote Fresh Prince is, more mm-hmm. or less. Right. But you ever heard of this neat ass movie called Aladdin? Yeah, that's the one. With Bro, the... let me tell oh, you, baby. I... Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> I haven't seen the original Aladdin, the cartoon <clears throat> version, in probably I don't know, maybe ten, fifteen years. Mm. So. And, and and I'm one of those people, I honestly do not care about, like, Disney remakes for most Disney movies in general because it's, you know, I'm not, like, their target audience, which is perfectly fine. Like, mm-hmm. their movies should not be appealing to single 20-year-olds of any gender. That's yeah. fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. I do not care who you are. If you're 20-something years old and you don't have kids... <laughs> and you and you follow Disney with your life and you're like this is it. That's weird. Grow up. Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like no. bro, go away. Anyways, <clears throat> so they released the trailer for Aladdin what now? My, what was it like 2 or 3 days ago, I think? <laughs> still, I have not seen it still. Still have not watched it. <laughs> 
I refuse to watch the trailer because I don't care about the trailer because all of the memes that exist. Oh, yeah. And it's just Will Smith. It's nothing else about the movie. <laughs> it's just Will Smith. Do you care to elaborate why it's okay, Will Smith? Let me tell you. I don't know how many people listen to this podcast right now. The whole ten of you. Maybe the whole, three. The me whole, and you and... The whole 13 sister. people that have, have How endeavored... Generous. How generous. Have, have endeavored in the first 40 minutes of our of our conversations. Oh, uh, yes. Um, know anything about... I just kind of lost my train of thought, if I'm being honest. Well... If you know anything about us, or you know anything about how we feel, which you probably don't yet because it's been so recent, you know that we have a specific uh, thing that we like to see, and it's uh, we like things to stay true to what they should be. Stay true to yourself and how you need to be. With that being said, Aladdin is staying true to the material. <laughs> to an extent. They're like, all right, Robin Williams' character could have been black in the cartoon. Could have been black. Because if there was any white person who... Who wasn't Scarlett Johansson who could pull off being a black person. Robert uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. That's how we bring it full circle. For, 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 <laughs> they, I, I just, I don't understand Disney's, I guess their logic in deciding that, okay, like, yeah, let's revamp Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, I don't care about that. Revamp Aladdin, whatever, who cares? Mm-hmm. Cast Will Smith, whatever, who cares? <clears throat> But why the fuck on God's green earth did they make the genie look like fucking Kid Boo? And if you if you're unaware of it, uh, the genie is blue. And when Will Smith had first revealed what he was gonna look like as a genie, it was a black guy in a blue you know outfit, and people got mad that he wasn't blue. And he said, "Don't worry, the blue is coming." And the and blue came, it, it and came. everybody is just as salty. They're like, "Oh my god, why are you doing this?" It's like the it's like the Godfather meme. Look how they massacred my boy. It's just it doesn't make any sense. He looked like he went to the chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ate, the, he ate the Wonka gum, the dinner gum, and they went oompa oompa. <laughs> Will Smith, you are blue. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I just like you'd have to think like you. I, I feel like as an actor or actress... You've got to know where to draw the line. At some point, it's not even like drawing the line about like what your character looks like in the movie. Uh-huh. It's the fact that you took a script in, considered it, and then were like, yeah, let's go for it. Like, okay, you're, if you're Will Smith rich, mm-hmm. why are you partnering with Disney on, for anything other than maybe a sitcom that j- just has your name on it because you... Europe like a producer he probably just honestly was like i'm bored it could be <laughs> and you know like i saw someone say that he was the new nicholas cage that's so disrespectful to it's, will smith. yeah to will smith of all people to all people will smith the one guy who most people know as from especially people who are our age <clears throat> know him prince. know him from fresh prince of bel-air and, and uh i robot and i am legend probably I, I would say i would say those the i would say those three things alone independence day and Fantastic. independence day and it's you and know yeah, he's known for all sorts of things and now his legacy has been tarnished by some blue face by some just terrible <clears throat> cgi and 
you know, and that's mad disrespect. Because, you know, I still like Will Smith. You know, and you know who knows? Maybe Will Smith will be the next one to steal the Declaration of Independence. You I, know? Who, I, who know, honestly, who knows? I mean, this movie could end up being fantastic. I'm not going to find out because I'm not going to go and watch it. Because I'm not going to be a 20-something-year-old going into a movie theater full of kids. But you know what? By myself. That's but fucking sketchy. I'll wait for the Redbox or the Netflix. But I'll wait for someone else to do well, that and then tell me what they thought. But what this got me thinking about now... Because we brought up Nicolas Cage. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm thinking, let's reverse the role here. I want oh, Nicolas Cage. If it was, was Nicolas Cage as being the, the genie. genie. Oh, my God. That'd be Can so perfect. He's rubbing the lamp and he's like, her. <laughs> <laughs> that would wanna, be so terrible. Oh I know we're God. living in an old in time uh, India, but did you want to, hey, go and uh, steal the Declaration of Independence in the future? <laughs> Three wishes. <laughs> One of them will be for Ghost Rider 3, starring Nicholas Cage. There's no way. And then we'll steal the Declaration of Independence from Jafar. (laughs) I think, if anything, I think... I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just, I don't get it. How about, how about this? Steve Buscemi. As the genie? As the genie, just, you know, I don't tip. That would just... uh... (laughs) That'd be too much. He's a little bug eyes, man. It would be, it'd be so gross. <laughs> it would be so gross. It he really looks would. like he looks like one of those dogs that are all shaved faces. The shaved face <clears throat> dog. Like it's like a really skinny dog. It's just I like it's know. all shaved and it's got like the I was gonna say whiskers, but the majority of dogs do. But that, that's what Steve Buscemi looks like. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what he looks like. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of just actors that could be genie, and they'd be like, you know, I'd, I'd go watch this movie, like you know. If they made Terry Crews blue, that probably could work. You know, I, I think Terry Crews is. <clears throat> I think his power that he exerts is too much for the the, the role of the genie. Well, that's what I think. I think genie's supposed to be like big, and so well, I mean, if he's natural, but Will Smith just. I think Will Smith has the charisma of the genie, but he just he. <clears throat> I don't think he can pull like. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. He definitely does have the charisma of the genie. He has that like enticing like. That enticing personality, of the genie. But I think that's about it, in all honesty. I really think that is all that he has as far as that character is concerned. I, I, and I on it now that I think about, it, I don't know who the hell I would cast as the genie. Honestly, I would have been like, bro, we're not casting anybody as the genie. The genie is CGI. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're we're gonna make the genie look just like he did in the in the animated feature. A lot of people are either going to be upset because it's like, oh, well, if you're revamping the whole movie, why didn't you revamp Genie? But then you have a lot of those old school Disney fans who are like are our age or older mm-hmm. who are like, oh, that's nice. Like, it's nice to see that, you know, they paid, you know, they paid homage to, to Robin Williams, who most people are, you know, that's the only Genie. They're like, you know, Will Smith, hashtag not my Genie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hashtag Robin Williams 2020. And so, and I, and I get that, but I think people need to just understand that you know we got to move forward with it. Like, yeah, Robin Williams was a great genie. Oh, you can't replace him. I mean, we're gonna have to because unfortunate circumstances. Um, with what Disney's trying to do, at least I get it. But you know, we can't we can't always win. We all you know, like uh, Star Wars fanboys. You know, like yeah, people like me who just I watch the movies. I'm like, yeah, dude. I I, I, I just enjoy the movies. Because I just I it's like Star Wars. Wars yeah, that's pretty much. I grew I'm up like watching Star Wars and just being enthralled by this entire fantasy world. Yeah, these places are in space and they got like lightsabers and they fighting up robots. They jacking each other up. They be going pew 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 pew. And, and it's the like, coolest thing in the chun-tun, world. Chantan, 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 chantan. And I'm like, yo, this is awesome. And then, and then you got to realize that this is gonna sound, you know, it's kind of a segue, but it makes sense, you know. Uh, 
Liam Neeson was in the news about his uh, <laughs> racial <laughs> comments that he made. Super fucking racist. And, you know, he apologized for it. But then, it's funny because now I can't watch Star Wars without seeing him fight Darth Maul, a colored alien, <laughs> without thinking, come on, man. <laughs> you know, I, I'll probably think about that now for probably the next couple of times that I watch the movie. Probably just mm-hmm. as something funny. But I think it's one of those things that in probably a year... Let's just say two years at the most. I'm gonna forget about it. Yeah, I'm, and, it's, I, and I'm not it saying happens. that you I know. About race, most of those I'm not things. gonna say that racism is inexcusable by any means. Racism is not excusable. Mm-hmm. But it's just one. It's like, dude, I don't care anymore. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna. <clears> let this dude is making more money than I am mm-hmm. for me to care about him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, that's that's your problem. You are an adult, and you know, and. Now that we're talking, just I just I just wanted to also bring something else up that I am just kind of something that I care about because I, I love music, I love hip hop specifically. Yeah, barely, you know, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so there's that little award show, the Grammys. Now, keep in mind, <clears throat> if you like the artist Macklemore, if you even remember who that is, good what, on you. What? What? <clears throat> Mm, yeah, something about I a thrift 20, shop. Something about twenty dollars in his pocket. That poor. Fuck. And I don't know what thrift shop he went to, but uh, in two thousand fourteen, I believe uh, his album beat out Kendrick Lamar's "Good Kid, Mad City" for album of the year. Now, at that point, <clears throat> I stopped caring about the Grammys entirely because I was like, "What a sham!" And now we look back at it, which album is still on the board? You know, Kendrick Lamar's "Good Kid, Mad City." Let's fast forward to this most recent Grammys. You had albums up for the rap album of the year. Uh, Mac Miller's Swimming Pools, rest in peace to Mac Miller. Uh, <clears throat> then you had uh, Travis Scott's Astroworld, fantastic album, I loved it. Pusha T's Daytona, in my opinion, still should have been album of the year. And then, you know, you got a couple other, and you have Cardi B's album, right? And Cardi B's album won, and I'm going to say this. I think every single person that was up against it was robbed. I witnessed a live robbery on television. <laughs> and <clears throat> here's, here's what I'm saying. So... <clears throat> Let's fast forward a little bit. <clears throat> she wins the award. You know, awesome, good for you. You won. But here's something that I think that as a producer, as an artist, as whatever you are, you're going to put something out there. You're going to get some negative feedback. It's just the way it has to be. Mm-hmm. That's the world. But if you know the risks of putting that out and people bully you to where you're like, I'm deleting my, my social media for a little bit. You don't deserve to be an artist. You don't deserve to win anything. If you're making music and you can't handle that, you shouldn't. Now, I'm not saying people get a free pass to go saying whatever they want. Yeah, bullying isn't, you know, <coughs> bullying isn't a thing. It, 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 I think, you know, bullying will exist forever. But I get where you're coming from. Like, you you put your life on, on display. On display on for display, the, the world. For the, not just a couple <coughs> of your friends. Not mm-hmm. for just, you know, not, not some... Not people you approved on Facebook. You had it. You're on. You're out there on a global stage. With Everybody knows who you are. Everybody. And you're going to get mad that people are saying, trash, you don't deserve it. No. And to the point where you're be like, well, I'm just deleting it. Like... Dude, like, listen, I understand cyberbullying to the extent of you're telling someone to kill themselves and you see them every day and you're harassing them. All right, cool. But if you're not going to meet any of these people and they're calling you trash, just get away. Like, just close the app. You don't have to delete it. You can just literally ignore it. You don't even have to delete the app. Just 
Don't cool. read comments. Just post your pictures. Still live your life the way that you want to live your life. Check this nifty little feature out. So there's a button on a phone called the home button. Watch. See how Facebook's up right now? Mm-hmm. Where'd Facebook go? It just it disappeared. It's gone. And it's like, you don't have to pay attention to it. I'm just saying, so with that being said, I believe Daytona was album of the year. I'm not salty about that. I am salty about the fact that if you win an award for your art, be and happy you won and, your award. And it's, and that's not good as some of the <clears throat> other projects that were released at the same time. Like, like, like okay. It's like, it, it's, it, it'd be no different than if, you know, the producers of any movie who have ever won mm-hmm. an Academy Award that were like, oh yeah, you shouldn't have won that, that award. You were, you know, they pandered to you. They, mm-hmm. they did something. The Academy did mm-hmm. something to make sure that you won that award <clears throat> to shut a vast majority of the people up, right? It'd be like them getting all of these negative comments mm-hmm. and just being like, well, I'm still a, I'm still an Academy Award winning director and, or, you know, <laughs> producer and blah, blah. It's like, dude, no one gives a shit. Yeah, Make no a new album. Cares. Everyone will forget in two months. Honestly, because that, that's just how the news works, man. Someone's going to do something else that's going to outdo you anyway. And so, and that's actually funny because uh, I want to say it was Jimmy Fallon who was hosting the movie awards. Uh, and then that uh, little dancey sing-along movie won movie of the year. La La Land? Yeah, that's it. And then he realized, he was like, oh, oops, you didn't win movie of the year. Moonlight won movie of the year. Uh, if you haven't seen Moonlight, I love it. Fantastic little drama about... Um, black kid who grows up in the the pretty much urban society of uh, miami um but he grows up being gay and black so he has like a double struggle it's a really cool movie awesome if you want to check it out great but if you don't whatever i don't care uh i'm I'm segueing essentially you know and that happened and let me tell you my man steve harvey did the same thing with the the the, the pageant yeah with the miss uh with the miss universe (laughs) did he delete his social media hell no steve harvey (laughs) went up to the nfl the nfl honors award ceremony and roasted everybody it was one of the funniest opening monologues i've ever seen you see and people weren't like it may have been an awkward experience at first but you know what steve harvey did he understood i am an artist i present people with comedy this is a fluke you know i'm not getting the treatment i deserve but you know what I'm going to embrace it, and I'm going to be better from it. And look at the dude. He's still mad famous and rich and happy. I will say I'm just going to play devil's advocate with that mm-hmm. just just on the, on the, on that, uh, on the whole. I'm a, okay, so let's take Steve Harvey and Jimmy Fallon, right? Uh-huh. Them, aside from hosting those event shows, uh-huh. are comedians. Right. Now let's take Cardi B, right? Uh-huh. Cardi B, I'm not saying Cardi B does not have a sense of humor. I'm not saying that, you know, she's a humor, like she doesn't understand comedy or like how uh-huh. funny certain situations are. Right. But I think in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon and Steve Harvey are better equipped to deal with those situations because they'll, right. they'll be able to at least make jokes about it and kind mm-hmm. of laugh it off with everybody else. Right. Whereas Cardi B, who... Is I think I think the way she's handling this is a product of the way she got famous, mm-hmm. where it was all of a sudden I released this one track and mm-hmm. I blow up just like that, kind of like with Post Malone, but except for Post Malone, I think can meme with the best of them. Right. Post Malone is just gonna do whatever Post Malone wants because Post Malone doesn't care, and his fan base is one of the most loyal fan bases out there. But I think with you know the hip hop audience. <clears throat> uh-huh. In the grand scheme of things, mm. 
and the way that Cardi blew up mm-hmm. and just who she is, like her personality wow. type, I think the combination of all of those things mm-hmm. is kind of what set that off with her being mm-hmm. like, I can't deal with this because, uh-huh. at, at you know, I would say that this is probably her first moment of real quote unquote travesty within her career where she's having to deal with all of these people saying you don't deserve that mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't be glad that you won that award but, and the thing is with that she should take it with a grain of salt you are in hip hop she's a tough cookie I've seen it she can deal with the she rolls with the best of them yeah, that her whole, and Nikki the whole, the whole, the whole fight the, the whole queen of hip hop thing it's, so there's that and then the <clears> whole thing between her and Offset and I that's think, out in the open she's like it is what it is and she, you're telling me she wasn't getting harassed for taking it back yeah. probably I don't listen she's a tough cookie all I'm saying is you're an artist you should be able to deal with the fact that you're putting this out and people aren't going to like it it might not be the most ideal thing, but just ignore it. You know, you're doing your thing. Who cares? And Don't not we, to discredit the album, but Daytona was the real album of the year. <laughs> as, as, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know <clears throat> anything about which album should have been album of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I see for me, I think the last time I predicted what album should be album of the year. You predicted Post Malone's, uh, is it Beer Bongs and Bentley's? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think that probably was what it was, and that was well, probably and, a day after that album was released. And it's all a preference too, like what you personally like. Just given what I saw, you know, and I'm like, okay, this like like you and I are just bad at predicting things. Example: could we couldn't even predict who was going to win the Super Bowl with the last two teams in their playoff division. <laughs> so we're like, oh yeah, these teams are going to win. We were wrong. That's fair. I think the closest I've ever come to predicting anything, uh-huh. anything ever, was when the Houston Astros were in the World Series. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, the Houston Astros are not only going to win the World Series, but mm-hmm. they'll win it in five games. Yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, I want to say it went to six games. I, or wait, no. I think that World Series ended up going to the seventh game. Mm-hmm. But I remember the moment Houston won, I was like, dude, I got half of a prediction right. You were close. And I, I was remember that. damn I was close. I was there on Facebook, and I said, you're probably right. Because I was like, you, 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 I'm not into the baseball. and you. Uh, neither am I. But you have more of a grip on that sport. The only grip I have is throw the ball, hit the ball, catch the ball. That's it. I don't even know what teams. I know, like, what, uh, Yankees, Rockies. Is Cardinals one? Is that one? There, there, There is a Cardinals in See, the MLB. So I'm, I'm getting it. But the other thing I want to talk about hip-hop related is... <laughs> Sir Savage, I, I, I was not an English accent at all. At all, but um, if you didn't hear, Twenty One Savage, he's a rapper, was uh, detained by ICE for extending his visa stay. Um, he came over when he was young, uh, but a, as of today, as of this recording, old boy has been released by ICE. Uh, and the thing that I want to talk about that is, I want to bring it back to people deleting their accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a famous, oh, and it brings back Disney too. You know, we can end it on this. This is going to bring everything full <laughs> circle. Just like, you know, that's how we love it. Uh, Demi Lovato had made a joke, I guess, or talking about the memes about 21 Savage. Uh, you know, you know, he was being deported. So of course a lot of memes come out because that's just a society we live in. Mm-hmm. Meteor could come for earth and they'd put the crying Jordan on earth and that would be a meme. You, come on. That, that's just the way it is. Uh, now what had happened is she had posted something about the joke and a rapper had then took to Twitter to retweet at Demi Lovato. I don't, I'm not sure what rapper this was. Um, I don't want to look it up right now either. Yeah, Just, I can't, it, I can't it's, remember. It's I, a I, lot. But he then pointed out 
that Demi is a heroin addict <laughs> recovering and has no business joking about people's suffering. And guess what Demi Lovato did with her Twitter after seeing that? You would... So, honestly, so she deleted her... Obviously, she deleted her Twitter. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, probably got rid of her Instagram for a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you would th- like you would think that someone who is in Demi Lovato's position mm-hmm. would have deleted her account... When all of those rehab memes started coming out, when yeah. everyone found out that she OD'd, and that's that's what I'm saying, like, it, like I you mean, can't, like you, sh- like as a like, as a human, I believe you... that you do have the right to pick and choose what battles you participate in, when, or participate in, and which ones you don't. But when but do at you the decide, s- like, oh, whatever. that's too much. Like now you're <laughs> wait a fun- minute, you personally, a celebrity, called me a celebrity out for roasting another celebrity and it must just be a whole upper echelon thing like you peons make jokes i'm making money he's making money he's roasting me uh-oh and it, and it could be and i don't and I, I just you know and again it's one of those things i definitely think that you know you again have the right to pick and choose uh-huh. like that's that's who like if that's who you want to be known as uh-huh is someone who's like, oh, I'm going to puss out from this one, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely joining in on this one. Right. And I understand that it's not like she was, like, picking sides, like, saying, like, oh, good, I'm glad that 21 Savage is getting deported. She or was anything. just posting about the meme, but it, I, it's, it, she got called out and then by another celebrity, and I think that's And it's just, it's one of those ego. things. It just <laughs> makes no sense to me. It's like... I don't have that kind of money to. I, I, I have, have no idea. I don't, I, I don't, maybe it's just, like, once you get more money, you just get, like... Stupid or something? I mean, it's happened, man. You see people who, you know, they're, they're very smart people, but once they get a little money, they, it goes to their head. There's, the money stacks, the IQ drops. Something, <laughs> something, I think something about me, and it's, it's you know, it's one of those things. We're not. I'm not saying that all rich people mm-hmm. are stupid or people who are obviously well off are mm-hmm. stupid, but I think that there's a certain, a certain level uh-huh. where the amount of money that you make directly affects... Look, I understand that you are a huge Kanye West fan, right? I am. Uh, for Mag- those of you that don't know, I, I am a very, uh, I, I can't say Advent fan. I'm one of those uh, hardcore Kanye West fans. Kanye and, West um, could Kanye West could kill Jesus, and this guy would be like, good on you, Kanye. Thanks, <laughs> Kanye. Very cool. Anyway, I understand that, you know, obviously with you being a huge Kanye fan, and uh, obviously that I roast you about that mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. That is a person who obviously is at the peak of his life. Uh-huh. Maybe, not, maybe not necessarily anymore in, in 2019. I would say I don't his, know. his real peak, I think, as in terms of him not necessarily being a celebrity or being, you know, a, you know, how big he was in the rap game. I would say just as a person and as his personality, I would uh-huh. say... The whole Taylor Swift thing yes, is, when, I, is when Kanye peaked. I would say 2009, 2010, because my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came yeah, out. Yeah, right. The... I would say right there, that was probably uh-huh. the peak of his career. Right. Somehow, some way, Kanye has still managed to make billions of dollars. I, not billions, but obviously he's found a, <clears throat> a way. A lot of money. To a where lot of money. He has a fashion company valued at a couple billion. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so it's just one of those. <clears throat> and this is no dig on Kanye whatsoever, but he is a prime example mm-hmm. of what money and a fucking trophy wife will do to you. Mm-hmm. 
again, the guy is entitled to his opinions. <laughs> I do not care what his opinions are. It's what makes him him. But at the same time, he's kind of like Donald Trump in the sense that, like, he'd be a lot cooler mm-hmm. if he would just shut up for <laughs> six months. Just tweet once every six <laughs> months and be like, hey, guys, I'm still alive. <laughs> That's just, it. Just like, I am... Um... I'm doing something. I'm I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, these are my these like these are the projects that I have slated. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the release dates, hopefully for said projects. This is who I'm working with. Which, blah blah blah. Which is actually funny that you bring that up because uh, the, the other guy in news and I pro- we can end it on this. I promise. Uh, <laughs> Soldier boy, you know he he you he, he backed up in there. He was talking a lot of that mess about uh, Drake, Tyga, mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, and he said something about Kanye, and so. He he actually got a little worried because Kanye's been quiet. Yeah, he he hasn't said anything, and he's like, "Why hasn't Kanye said anything?" You're like, honestly, I don't. I think Kanye's just taking a minute to be like, "I need to step back for a minute and work on this music." Because uh, as a Kanye fan, there's an album he said he was going to drop a while ago, and it has not yet come out. But he's working on it, and at least that's what I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> Kanye, if you hear this, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> The day that Kanye West listens to our podcast, I think that's when we finally know that we've made it. Bro, he, we're going to have him on here, dude, and he's going to tell us, you ain't got the answers, B. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, Mr. West, I, I, I don't I don't want the answers. I just... M- Mr. West, I don't have the answers. And he'll be like, you can't tell me nothing. And I'll be like, I, yeah, you're right. I, you're, I, you're, you're very right, sir. I, I didn't tell you anything. He's like, you're right. I said, I said, hello. The podcast just started, Mr. He West. Said, they said I was the abomination of Obama's nation. I'm like, who said that? I'll be like, who are you? Where, What's going on right now? Mr. West, what dimension have you entered? I was going to say, what dimension are you living in at all times? And with that, B. Uh, yeah, with that. Uh, song. Of the week, a new little thing we think we can start doing. A, a, a new little thing. Um, originally, when we were talking about starting this podcast, I think we were gonna do, what was it like? I think it was just like a podcast or not a podcast of the day, a, a song <laughs> of the day. So it was just gonna be like a song that we thought that you know, you could like vibe out to or whatever on the day uh-huh. that the podcast had come out. But um, really looking at it, especially with doing one episode a week, we we kind of you know ran back on the idea that maybe we should just do one song. Per week and just have it be uh-huh. the song of the week. Um, just as something, you know, again, you guys can vibe with. Just kind of like find out what kind of music we're into. Um, as a disclaimer, it's going to be a lot of hip-hop. A lot of hip-hop. And, and don't worry, rock and maybe some country. And if you don't like country, that's fine. That's it's not fine. for you. We it's, just, we're trying to expand like, hey, this is the song of the week. Like this is a song that we can, uh, you know, <clears throat> jam out to. And uh, I believe I can speak for both of us when I say that this song of the week just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was a, it was a little at a drive-through. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a, it was a little too crazy. Um, definitely, if you if if you're one of those people who likes to go to the gym, definitely a good song to get get going, lifting the weights or running or whatever. A total banger. Definitely, God. definitely a banger. I would I would definitely put it on like not maybe like a top ten, but like probably a top one hundred of bangers if oh, yeah. I had to pick like, one. And definitely a workout playlist. You got your yeah. creatine going, you're going to want to hear this. Uh, so this is off of, uh, if you've seen the movie Creed 2, they may have played it. I haven't seen the movie yet. Um, heard good things about it. But it's from the soundtrack for Creed 2. Uh, the song is called Runnin'. It's produced by Mike Will Made It, uh, featuring ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, and Nicki Minaj. And, uh... Again, I just I, I for me I can't personally overstate how how hard this song goes, especially at the gym, because mm-hmm. you okay. So lyrically, it's okay, not the greatest thing ever by any stretch of the imagination. 
I think what it is is it's the combination of uh, both ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg, just like their voice. Even Nikki, and Nikki coming with some fuego out of nowhere. She's talking about just breaking people in half, pretty much. This song it was made for a movie about boxing from the ground up. The son of Apollo Creed, you know. You got ASAP in there. ASAP Rocky, Rocky, full circle. <laughs> and know? and on top of that. The beat is is it goes pretty goddamn and Rocky's hard. Rocky's hook, it's just check it out, running. My Mike Will made it featured ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, Nicki Minaj. That is the song of the week. All right, sweet. Thanks and, everybody for listening and tuning in. Um, again, you can reach us on Twitter at Bruise Bros Pod. That's it. There's no numbers. To, I had to kind of think about it. I had to look it I up c- five times just to make sure I, we set it up properly. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember if there was a, a bruise and bros. And then we will probably get a Patreon set up soon. We have our SoundCloud set up, you know, the Bruise and Bros uh, podcast. And then on top of that, we'll have a YouTube coming at you guys real soon as well. Uh, probably a merch store, which is some stupid stuff we say. Put on a t-shirt. And if you want to wear that, great. But yeah, well. if not, you know what? We'll still have it for the sake that... We just want to do something dumb and creative and just vibe out, you know, make fat stacks. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, um, you leave a comment on the SoundCloud for sure. Once we get the YouTube set up, that I think it'll be a little bit easier to get your guys' feedback. There's the Twitter as well. Um, I don't feel like doing an Instagram because, you know, obviously with it, it being picture-based, I think it's a little too too wild. Uh, especially um, with, you know, we're, we're still up and coming, so we don't want to... We don't want to like you with we, a yeah, studio we, apartment. <laughs> we don't, don't want to flood the market with, with social media just at this moment. So, but yeah, um, obviously the feedback is 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 welcome. We're not going to delete anything because we're not pansies. Yeah, man, I might have to take a break from Twitter for like a month after. Yeah, this. <laughs> especially if especially if you know the reviews on this particular podcast are kind of too much. You know, I might have to just you know delete my life or something yeah i'll have to i'll have to take a break from you for a minute you know <laughs> yeah this this whole once a week thing is too much for me man um but all right catch you guys see y'all on the flip is that what they say something like that all right we know whatever just where's the end button click that and that's how we'll end it all right it's just gonna end i don't care if i'm talking